This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. And with me today, as luck would have it, during the daytime, is Hans. Hans, how are you? It's weird. It's early. It um, is early. It's about to start like raining here. It's, it's, is it? It's, yeah. That'll sound great. But it's a lot that of won't ruin the call at all. A lot of people's houses getting destroyed. It's a fun time. That's nice. Well, hey, you know, you picked this movie tonight, My Son Hunter. This, you yeah. said this is one of your favorite filmmakers, yeah. Robert Davi. And you know who reminds me quite a lot of Robert Davi is Anthony Sisko. How are you, how are you doing? Is, is, that, is Robert Davi the guy with the, I was just, with the pockmarks on his face? Yeah, I don't like think the, too much about that joke there. Uh, how are you doing, Sisko? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for having me again. It's great to have you back. And uh, you know who else is back is Angie and Jake from Low Society. You guys are still on me. You're going to have to press that on mute button before you say anything. There you go. Thanks for having us again. I think we should just like start a podcast since this is like our first, our third time, actually. We could call it like Low Movie Society. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys have now done three appearances. I feel like it's like a monthly thing at this rate. Uh, but, you know, we had done the show on Alex's War, which was directed by Alex Lee Moyer. And I thought, all right, even if, you know, I think the general consensus about that documentary is kind of lukewarm. Like they could have done more with it. It could have been better. But it wasn't terrible. It wasn't an unwatchable uh, film. And then uh, you have this movie drop yeah. maybe about like four or five weeks after the fact. And, um, you know, I don't want to say like one is an example of how you can do counterculture propaganda in a good way or a right way or a more artistic way. Uh, and then you have this movie, which <laughs> there's a lot to say about it. A lot of people have been comparing it to Adam McKay films, to The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, wow. I think that's a little too flattering for this film. Oh, yeah. Massively. I think it was actually kind of like a, a C movie version of uh, mm -hmm. the big short, but trying to explain, obviously, uh, yeah, the whole Hunter Biden. It does have a vibe about it. Like, uh, Hans, you would know a thing or two about these, the asylum films. Yeah. 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 Just very cheap. Uh, movies that use a, a title that's very similar to the real movie. So that grandmothers go to the supermarket and buy it for their grandchildren. And it's just... This is not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah. It gave me like Aaron Sorkin energy, but am I, is that like an overreach? Maybe it's just because it's like political, but I felt like it had like an Aaron Sorkin vibe where he was trying to sort of recreate that kind of vibe. I didn't know. Yeah, I was so confused by yeah. everything that was happening because there's so many things from different, I don't know if I would say genres, but the animation bits, I was like, what am, hold on, am I, I, I couldn't figure out if I was supposed to take it seriously or if it was laughing at itself or if it was just too up its own ass to realize that it sucks, you know, because um, there's there's some Looney Tunesy like music, too, when when he's like walking mm -hmm. around the house. And I was oh. like, what is I thought he was coming from somewhere else. So I started looking at my phone and I was like, is my other computer on? <laughs> no, it's just for whatever reason, some scenes where he's not even anything goofy happening. He's like smoking crack. And he's like, dun, 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 dun. And he's like, what? It actually kind of feels like someone kind of uh, just uh, graduated high school, uh, like film school even, and then sort of 
was like, oh yeah, you can make a whole movie on your MacBook now, bro. You know you can buy all those post-production packs and they have all the shitty like music stabs and the whole soundtrack was basically yeah. composed out of shit you'd find in one of those packs. And the graphics and everything just looks so basic that it kind of led me to really start to, yeah, land on the thing that they made us out of uh, packs that you buy online. Yeah. You know, <laughs> whose idea was it to watch this? Oh, this is all my doing. I, uh, no. I, I mean, I think we were going to do, oh, uh, we do another program called Civic TV. I think that was going to be the original idea. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know if I really want to watch that again and in real time commentate on it. You know, I posted some screen caps from my son Hunter where uh, the blonde woman is getting some threats from Antifa that totally sound like Antifa, <laughs> like, oh, you, you white bitch, Nazi, whatever. And uh, I posted these over on Facebook and it got me in timeout for three days for hate speech. It did. No. And now oh my all God. my engagement on Facebook is fucking nothing. I was getting like 90, 100, 100 likes on posts. Now I get 13 likes. So that's this, oh this movie has been detrimental to my life and my reach. Um, but I want to hear, I want to hear Cisco's take on this. Cisco has been, uh, quietly lingering, just waiting to give his proclamation on the, on the film. I want to, I want to hear what you think of this movie. Um, to me, it was, it was, uh, it was a bit unwatchable. It, it has the, um, but it has a sort of aesthetic of, uh, like Rainer Werner Fastbinder. In, in, in a way, in what way? Like, like there's I, just this really slow, like the whole beginning, this whole like tracking shot and the way the camera's moving and how it's staged. It's it feels like something, some kind of German thing. I don't know. I, I, I wonder who did the cinematography for this, but I think like the movie itself, the is, I, I don't, it's so, it's so pure propaganda they just don't know how to do it well mm -hmm. it's worse than adam mckay stuff because this one's kind of like it's like it's trying to mimic that style no. without any of the punch that some I'm not, I'm not i'm not even a fan but the punch that his dialogue usually has or at least the the comedy here was just kind of like well, I smoke crack, so I'm uh, smoking the crack. Uh, there's a point where it, really, it made me laugh because he's just having a conversation with with this blonde woman, and then he just he's just like just takes a hit of crack, just like very casual, like it's something that would happen regularly. And for whatever reason, that just seemed hilarious to me that you're just having a conversation, and I'm just gonna take a toke of this crack pipe. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> it it suffers from the from the flea bag syndrome as well, where every sort of sassy, uh, you know, strong woman in film now has to break the fourth wall yeah. and like just directly talk to the Give audience and uh, tell them what they tell them what they what she was, means. It's just like so fucking such, annoying. And we gotta such talk. Yeah. We gotta talk about Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. this is a like far oh, from oh, yeah. that was. And I feel and... I feel sorry for her because she really didn't deserve to like get as much hate as she did but at the same time now she's like doing yeah. this which i think is like far more shameful and it's just like emblematic of like the two completely like retarded poles of culture everyone is caught between you're either catering to the whims of like disney retards or you're like doing fucking freedom tv yeah. fucking mm -hmm. movies yeah. or whatever the fuck <laughs> and it's just sucks. like it's depressing it's 
because I think I don't think she's like a bad I think she's got that like very quintessential like tough talking yeah. broad vibe I think that she definitely has a place as an actress but like got caught in like all the like political retardation and it's just sad it was just sad to see her like it was you know. a very <laughs> quick fall I think it's been like what it, maybe Two about years? a year you know she got fired from that show she shot terror on the prairie what back in I think it might have been September, October. Ooh. That was like yeah. dipping her toe in the water of doing these right-wing movies because that was produced by uh, Ben <laughs> Shapiro's Daily Wire company. And I thought that was... Not even like really right-wing wow. either, though. Yeah. Not really right-wing at all. Like, I think all of their movies has like... They're always talking about how like men need to be Soft men liberal. and we need to bring back men and every single movie is like a female protagonist. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I mean, where's the men being met? Where's the John Waynes? And You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Run, hide, fight. I, I don't have a problem with them. Just saying how they're presented is not, or what they're, like what they're saying they're about is not what they do. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I ate an edible right before this. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> that explains a lot. Because you told me, uh, uh, Lorez, you told me uh, yesterday at like noon. I was like, hey, are we on for tomorrow? And you were like, um, yeah. Let me just confirm. Same time. I was like, same time. Let me just confirm for you. And so I just waited, and then I, I saw it today. I was like, oh, shit. Anyway, so so I'm a little... <laughs> so we need to see Ben Shapiro as an action hero, I think is what yeah. you're saying. It's about time. Uh, yes. Yeah, but it, it was they were, like, super desperate to make it seem, like, dynamic, and they just did it by playing, like, bossa nova jazz, like, in the background, or, like, really cheesy dubstep whenever Hunter Biden was, like, railing lines of whatever the fuck he was railing lines of, and... It was, yeah, it was just like really like it was telling you how yeah. to feel a lot. Well, of the time it, it was telling you everything. It didn't really, mm -hmm. it, it, it <laughs> didn't show any, didn't show. He went to parties. He was shirtless a lot. He was horny. And then he was apologizing yeah. to his dad. But everything that happens in this movie is from the actors telling us that something happened. So at the end of the day, it's just a couple of people uh in uh, very red rooms talking and telling him about all oh, things that he's done and that's so bad but it's okay because orange man is bad and that's another thing that i had an issue with that there's a lot of slogans in the movie being delivered yeah. horrendously so then it's just like ah like like uh there's a, there's one gina carano reading oh by the way um what do you guys know if she was added after the movie was done because I she's on so. horrible, horrible oh. green screen every time she's on screen. Uh, and uh, there's <laughs> one point where she says, oh, by the way, Epstein did it kill himself. <laughs> and then it's just like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck am I watching? So it, it, it was like memes. Yeah. They kept saying yeah. memes. Like, it was like mm. meme the movie, basically. The, when he's I having a, a conversation with the Chinese guy, and uh, the Chinese guy is like, well, big guy, you mean the vice president? And then Hunter goes... Oh, come on, man. And it's like, well, we get it. We understand way, that's his son. <laughs> this is the most flattering portrayal they could have given Joe Biden in yeah. anything. He's a very competent, uh, not evil, but certainly corrupt mastermind and not a, <clears throat> like a doddering old man whatsoever. Yeah. Um, farting, farting in front of the Secret Service. <laughs> yeah. How many fucks do you think those guys There was here, one like, bit where he like... like uh, oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At that age, dude, you're letting him go. Way, you're fired. Uh... No warning shots. You're, you're lighting up that hallway. That's funny. What were you saying? There was one bit where, like, the guy does like a verbal slip and says, 
I'll lose my erection instead of election or whatever. Oh yeah. And then there's like a literal like joke sound yeah, or something that comes into keeping up with the Kardashians like contrast <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, literally. But I also just realized why that why it looks the way it does as well because it has that kind of like Darman sort of like Hallmark mm. yeah. movie kind of look and it's that sort of like education slash entered edutainment or whatever you would kind of brand it as where it's kind of like a made-up thing in a story and it's it's drama but at the same time they're trying to teach some very rudimentary like basic ethic or like yeah, a moral like, story there was or a full ted talk about the uyghur genocide yeah. in, the, <laughs> in the film yes. like, it was like a full ted talk um like you said they didn't show us much they just told us stuff but i guess like to get like more into the subtext or whatever like there's been a lot of talk obviously about like representation and diversity and how like the left is sort of pushing for it in this like annoying retarded way and then i feel like this is sort of like the right-wing equivalent where it's sort of following this trend where art is sort of valued purely on its like ability to convey a message rather than like its own merit yeah. um which is a problem you see on both sides of the political spectrum um and like, I don't know the type of person who would watch this movie and be like, yeah, the libs are like owned. I mean, it must have like some kind of audience of some sort. But like, yeah, I just see things shifting further, like culturally to so people sort of valuing art based on these like either political or like aesthetically political categories, like and the message that it's conveying rather than like on the merit of the art itself and how good it how good it actually is. Um, and yeah, it's kind of, it's depressing. It's like demoralizing. <laughs> um, uh, Hans, yeah. real quick before I forget, do you still have the file of the movie? Because we can pull up oh, a yeah. clip or two to yeah. just kind of give I'll an example it. to people. <laughs> yeah. I've got it on, yeah. in the, on mute right now. And actually, <laughs> this movie is pretty good. Of... Like the state, I actually kind of like the hyper-reality. Shut the up, Anthony. This <laughs> <laughs> is very Herzog, <laughs> as you said. I know, if you watch it like on mute, actually, if you watch it on mute, it's kind of does this weird thing. It's very, it's, I like that it that it's kind of staged. It's always kind of flowing, moving. It's never. I don't know. It's interesting. But the as soon as you hear the dialogue, it's like, oh, oh this is yeah. shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, this sounds like a Kevin <laughs> Sorbo. Yeah, literally. And I was trying to figure out like who did the 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 uh, cinematography, but it doesn't say anything on the their. It's just like there. a Russian guy. It's a yeah. yeah I thought I thought I noticed some... quite a few Russian names in the like producer credits yeah. and what have you. Uh, as for who, who's watching this movie and like rooting for it, I don't. I posted my one and a half star <laughs> review again over on Facebook, and I got for the first time in my life accused of having TDS from multiple wow. people, which is just hilarious for anyone who knows me. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, there are people who think that this is good or they have to say it's good. Um, That's the problem. And uh, if you yeah. if you give it a poor review, well, then you're a lib. You're you you had Trump derangement syndrome. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Trump derangement syndrome. That's oh, Trump derangement. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I was like, what's a TDS? Sorry. It's a lot like IBS, you know? Um, <laughs> do you guys have any scene in particular you would like me to pull up um the sexy okay stuff. so the like the five minute stripper the the five minute stripper scene from the, Some of the hot hot soft core because they paid those models so they needed to get their money's worth and there was just like a lot of scenes of like him looking dazed and horny while dubstep was like playing far too loudly like whoever mixed the sound in this movie is like 
not didn't do a very good job. <laughs> I've also <laughs> seen the like defense that. of, you know, for for this one movie, you still have a ton of like HBO produced propaganda for the liberals and whatnot. Yeah. You do have movies like Vice and all that. Um, no. What was that show? What was that show with uh, Brendan Gleeson playing? Uh, oh yeah, uh, the Showtime was, show. Damn, what was yeah, the name that of that? My friend Donald, Oof, that <laughs> something <was> like that. <laughs> it, the way they that it was it was yeah actually that was that was as bad as as this Hunter. Was that the Comey that method with Jeff Dan or is that another? Yeah, show? Yeah, I think so. Both of them. The, the any time they had some, it was so bad. I I couldn't even get through a single episode of any of those. That guy was way too good for that show too. Oh the, uh, which is I was thinking too, is like how how these how it's supposed to be sort of like right wing propaganda or something, right? Or at least Republican sort of uh, propaganda. But when you look at like the propaganda of you know Nazi Germany, com communist Russia, oh. yeah, or Nazis, sure, or even America in the 1930s, it's like the propaganda is good when it's kind of like saying, hey, our beautiful country, our beautiful culture, all this kind of thing. But the right-wing movies now, and the left as well, they're all kind of like, everything sucks. Doesn't everything suck? Isn't everything bad and dark? Everything. It, this is like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like the sort of Republicans going Dark Knight style. Like, all their... Dark yeah, <laughs> exactly. All their stuff is just like, it's gritty. And it's right-wing. It's gritty. Like, wait, where's the... <laughs> It's just so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> the first 10 minutes of it is just like a music video as well. There's almost no yeah. dialogue. <laughs> Look at those oh background actors. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they were union. They're, I got to talk to the guy on that job. I got to talk to the union guy. Well, they're also only showing <laughs> one part of the room. So, you know, the equipment is on the other half of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, none of these people have actually ever been to a party either. They're like, like gyrating on yeah. each other and like doing lines, doing fake blow. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh my God! I mean, but then like you were saying, there's like HBO and like Don't Look Up or whatever Netflix. Like you know, it all looks like a like a actual mm -hmm. production. This looks like a. Like a student project yeah. or something. Well, it's because so. like the libs have the Hollywood hegemony on their side, so they can uh, they can make their like shitty propaganda look more look less like propaganda. Like most people who watch Don't Look Up didn't think of it as like support the current thing propaganda. But but I I, 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 I don't understand why they have money. Like it doesn't even take hiring a very expensive, very you know yeah uh, talented DP. Just get someone that can shoot something that looks like a movie. You know, it, that's what I'm saying. Like this, yeah. <laughs> but these like people who have like political brainworms don't tend to not be very creative or like conscientious either. <laughs> like, I don't think they actually care that much about like the art part. They just care about getting message. their like mm. dumb message across. Oh, the message, this is man. the this is the inverse of like TDS. <laughs> the other way. <laughs> This movie. The other way. Robert Davi is like, yeah, he's one of those guys who's like a, I guess he's a boomer or something. And then like had like a, he snapped when he was like, this is crazy. What's happening? You know, yeah, he, like, he was, he was like, on Frank Stallone, like Frank Stallone. He's like kind of, a, he went on Tim Pool's gang. podcast the night that Biden was giving his, uh, his like Sith Lord speech with like the red <laughs> backdrop. And he was just yelling throughout the, the live program at the TV. 
Like, is that right, Joe? Thanks, Joe. Why don't you say it a little louder, Joe? It's just like it's just some old. It's like bringing your grandpa to your podcast. Um, Listen, I, I've been to some parties, right? I'm not a much of a party person, but have you guys ever ended up on this position on a table? This is taking right now. How do you fall asleep like that? What are you doing? That you're like, yeah, this is. I guess that's what when you do uh, a crack. Right? That's good. It's good staging. It's good Quite staging. vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Mise en scène. <laughs> yeah, the, these graphic layovers are something else. And to your to your point before, they had like a fake lens flare that I recognize. You could download for free from YouTube. Uh, just hey, wait, is, is that is that a, is that a he they? It's, it's a, a they them. them. Is that a he it's they a, or a she yeah, them? Or they what them. Are we... American Horror Story character. American Horror. <laughs> yeah. The, and he's like, it's Ezra Miller, guys. <laughs> he's a he they. Oh, Hans, do you want to pull up a trailer when we're done with this to a movie that is called The People's Joker? I can't oh, believe. Yeah. All right, so talk oh. about propaganda. This is the standards that have fallen for these major film festivals. This got accepted into TIFF. I don't know if you guys have seen The People's Joker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw some Oscars. About it's it. a hot show new me, controversy because it got pulled from from theaters or whatever because dc was like huh they put a fan film in our in in the theater why what is going on here just hit them with a cease and desist <laughs> this is apparently tim heidecker is somewhere in this movie that's what i heard i don't know uh i thought it was why bob odenkirk. i hope not they, god i'd be they... so disappointed bob <laughs> Wait, am I streaming? How did they get the fan film in? Was it like some lib Illuminati shit that they pulled to like buy? Yes, the uh, they made it a trans Joker. That's that was the key. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, a trans. And then any backlash is gonna be, you know. Yeah, I can't. Just oh. okay. Sorry. What is what is going on? Oh no! <laughs> Why is this? <laughs> He's Mexican? <laughs> the Joker is a little Mexican boy? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold That's on. digital. Back that up. Did you see that the, lit, the the smile did not sync with the movement? Ready? When when the head <laughs> oh. moves, the smile will stay in place. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> it looks like a TikTok you filter. And oh no! How are you settling into the city? Things are great. I've met a ton of great people, ton of friends. Have you found work? I'm pursuing a career in stand-up comedy. I'm gonna be a comedian. You A lot of good comedy comes from stuff that actually happens to you. It gets good laughs. This is giving me like really bad vibes. I'm getting really bad vibes. What? It is. Let's give a warm round of applause for Joker to Harlequin. You will not shadow ban short. What? <laughs> Whoa. What? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Fist bumpy. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, my god. oh is that oh, David Lieberhart? That Hart? was David Lieberhart. Is that yeah. David Lieberhart? Yeah, it is David Lieberhart. It says here, oh. Tim Heidecker. Yes. Oh, yeah, Tim Heidecker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Tim is Heidecker. going on? It looks like... Sorry, sorry. What the fuck? Uh, no way. I see no ball voting. Thanks. Thanks. Tim Heidecker, though. Yeah, Tim Heidecker. I... So that's one example it's of like, uh, what the opposite side is doing. The other side is um, there's apparently going to be a Channel 5 uh, A24 <laughs> produced documentary that I think is going direct to HBO Max. Channel 5, the the satirical YouTube channel. Hans, you introduced this. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Callahan. Guy. That guy. So yeah. uh, we watched a couple of this, this guy's episode, uh, videos when we were shooting Mass State Lottery back in November. Uh, Hans, do you have any sort of uh, article you can quickly pull up on on that? Oh, in the news? Sure. Yeah. So this is like a very good example, I think, of trying to uh, uh, corner the market of where things would have to go in order to properly subvert back to whatever establishment says. So he's doing a January 6th Capitol riot oh uh, documentary. I knew I told you this guy was a glowy. When I said it, you were like, you're crazy. Now that you fucking see. Like, isn't he mates with that guy from True and On as well? Like, he, that, those two are, like, fucking tight. And, like, I, there was some shit about him being a glowy or some shit. I don't know. But I, it just, it's sketch. It's, like, super Ooh. sus. <laughs> Damn, he's it's only, like, 25 sus. years old. He's a gonzo Ooh. journalist. Yeah. Uh, he's got oh, some very funny knows. videos on YouTube. <laughs> he's a... He's like a DNC yeah. in my, that's like my, that's like my whole like theory. Yeah, on this yeah, when I saw him in 2019, originally with all gas, no brakes or whatever, like I did think he was a new gonzo journalist. I didn't know, you know, he had all these glowy ties. I'm pretty, that, dude, like, the how, like how he came out of yeah. nowhere. Like he's a fucking also, DNC oh, op. Like, I believe Tim so Heidecker's obvious. name is on this project as well. Maybe I have that wrong. Of course. Yeah. John on Hill, there he is. He's a producer on it. Interesting. This is like so disgusting. Yeah. This is horrible. So that's an unfortunate turn. Um, so this is like the culture. This is what culture is going to be is like DNC ops versus like Republican ops attempting to infiltrate the and propagandize people through like these like really haphazard cultural means. And we're all just supposed to like choose a side yeah. like. That's like really fucking that's really sad. sad. <laughs> it's really fucking. Well, that's like, what we I talked about in the last episode we did, right? Where there's just no neither side is doing anything interesting. So it's it's kind of gotten to a point where you kind of have to ignore all of this uh, politically messaging shit to actually find good things that are still being put out, because everything that has like a little bit of politics in it is just I don't know. No one seems to be doing it in any interesting or at least visually appealing ways uh if, if you can't even get that you know <laughs> the art history behind it it's because the art is deprioritized yeah. in favor of like the fucking ham-fisted message or whatever and like it's not as if like political art in and of itself should be like written off like there's a lot of films and comic books and things that i like that have political subtext like you know the movie uh what's it called not network is it called network newsroom what's uh, it called? the one where it's network like, is a movie newsroom was a series I think. yeah in yeah. network yeah, yeah yeah network yeah i really like that movie i'm a huge fan of alan moore as mm. well like i like children of men is one of my favorite movies 
Um, but those films like are are still like their art, despite the fact that they have political yeah. subtext. Um, I really like the okay. If we're gonna say on the right wing side as well, like I think Gran Torino is like a really beautiful film as well. Very funny, um, and I think it has some really great subtext about communities coming together, but like in a real way, not in like a stupid like forced way or whatever. Which I think is the the crux of what he was getting at. Um, yeah, like I don't mind things being political or having political subtext, but like I don't want to watch like a TED right, talk. Right. Um, weird <laughs> especially that shot like a really cheesy christian movie straight to yeah. dvd like like i thought that this was just like a brief moment of cultural retardation like after that what is a woman documentary came <laughs> out and that other alex like i thought maybe it was going to end there and that everyone would have had their loss but this is the future which is kind of what you're showing me <laughs> and it's like it's freaking me out <laughs> it's making me have a panic attack yeah. <laughs> like Oh my god. <laughs> Anthony, yeah, that gave me really queasy feeling watching that stuff. What do you what do you think like is the, the What do you think is the proper antidote to get out of this moment of propagandistic art or overtly propagandistic art? Um I don't know. Like I was thinking maybe like some more of that Gen X sentiment where like irreverence humor was like prioritized over political messaging. Um but the thing is, even that has sort of fallen into the cringe crevices of culture. Like, I remember how impactful South Park was, for instance, when I was younger. But then now when people watch it, they just cringe <laughs> and they think it's like dumb. So I don't think there is turning back the clock, despite the fact that I tend to resonate more with that kind of ethos. Um, I think we have to come up with something completely, completely new. Like, there has to be a something that speaks to something deeper in people other than their sort of tribal instincts, something universal. And I think that the universality of art and like how it reflects the, the human experience is the only thing powerful enough to kind of like break through this fucking bullshit. Um, Cause everything just tries to appeal to those like base tribal instincts now. And it's killing, it's killing art in my opinion. I think a difficult, um, a difficult what, what thing too is with a lot of these new companies, and I'll use Daily Wire as an example here, they try to dabble in uh, creating art, right? Which maybe you can say, well, a political company or a political news company, that's probably not going to go hand in hand with that, uh, maybe. But they are outsourcing a lot of uh, creative to talented people. Like they they did bring back Vincent Gallo for, for shut-in. That was clearly like someone's like art faggy kind of pension to, to, to pull him into the mix. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it, it's just not taking with that audience or with really any audience. Uh, the only, to my knowledge, the only successful movie that Daily Wire produced was What is a Woman? It's the documentary. There's more of an urgency in that sort of unscripted reality mm -hmm. of whatever it is that they're putting out. You see that with YouTube where mm -hmm. there's no market there for any sort of scripted content, really. It's all... Uh, mm -hmm. just real people's videos. That's, that's the only thing that people are seemingly interested in from uh, creators on a base level on the internet. Mm -hmm. And I was even going to say YouTube as an example, as somebody who has like quite a bit of experience with that format, there's this like insane amount of pressure, not just from the platform itself, but from the audiences, not to, to experiment in that way, but to basically appeal to a specific base. 
So you see like certain creators who have like a sort of creative way that they make stuff, but for the most part, they have to be a talking head. So even if they do like cutaways or asides, you're still kind of pushed and incentivized to be like a talking head, despite like maybe wanting to perform or to convey things in a more like unconventional manner. Um, it kind of harms you to do that. And it feels like the YouTubification of films is starting to happen. Like it feels as if the same ethos that's sort of been generated by YouTube is starting to infect cinema and people really want things that appeal to their specific proclivities it's like this consumer mentality the consumer is always right and th all this art bullshit is getting in the way of me feeling validated and me feeling as if like i'm being you know like catered to as a consumer um and yeah politics is like a huge part of that now in the online realm like it's a consumer identity more than a meaningful one <laughs> Um, and people want to see that reflected back to them in the media they consume, which is like, so I guess the market is just sort of following those incentives. I think it's a, it's a, a culture and a business thing. Like, um, you know, someone can make a shitty film like this and it's sort of six out of 10, I think, on IMDb when I saw it. What, and My like Son Hunter? Five on... Holy shit, yeah, Hans, yeah. you want to pull that up real quick? I don't uh, <laughs> unless I was like looking at the wrong thing, and but that's what came up on Google when I, when wow. I googled it. A six out of ten. Yeah, and so if someone can make a film like that, and it's six out of ten, and then you know it gets shared and it gets all the kind of media stuff that they want. Yeah, there you go. Six uh, out of Rotten ten. Tomatoes has a ninety-one audience score. But no, hold on. Ninety-one <laughs> audience score with a hundred plus rating. Are you fucking? Go, that's go to the two reviews. So, so, so not only can this person make a film Wait, like this, if you enjoy the Wolf no, they, of they, Wall they, <laughs> that is so <laughs> this is insane so like not only um if like you can make a film like this it will get shared and talked about and even discussed on podcasts like this because it's of its subject matter and everything else it will then have all of the media uh like numbers to go along with it so when they go oh i want to make another film it's like, oh well you got at least a six out of ten and also look at all the numbers bro all the articles all the shares all the clicks like this guy's got fucking uh, money depressing. behind it. Let's go. And this it's like the political polarization aspect of it is basically to split everyone into these two consumer camps of right and left. And you have to consume this content. Oh my God. The cinematography like, is sad. very well done. <laughs> and the cast are very entertaining in their roles. Did we watch the same fucking movie? Like, this is insane. Who, people that, 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 was my, that was my review. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't bots. These aren't like Malaysian bots that are like pissed. well written and produced, full of satire. <laughs> what satire? They're talking. They still literally then, say it's a fact and then give you a wink to the camera every okay, time they do at, something. Go look at the reviews of oh Don't Look God. Up. Go look at the reviews of Don't Look Up. I'm pretty sure you'll see the exact same kind of thing. It's the same thing on opposite sides. It's wait, low crazy. budget. I thought the budget was like two and a half million. They crowdfunded. They crowdfunded. They million. <laughs> I want to ask like Robert Davi what he's doing next. And he's like, I'm doing a Western. I always wanted to do a Western. Three million dollars to make that yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, that's good. What good was for it? him. Good that's for him. absolutely wild. Like, what was it spend on? Well, I guess. That's Russian money right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Uh, so this was Breitbart's stab at trying to do a film. So Daily Wire, oh, as I just okay. mentioned, mixed results on their end. Uh, they're just going straight ahead political with scripted content. I, here's what I think we should do. Uh, I think we should all go around and say one nice thing 
about my son Hunter. You know, this was someone's creative passion for at least a year. Um, now, Anthony, you kind of already started with that. I said it. I uh, already did it. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to have you come up with something a little different this time around. We'll start why, with why? Why? Because I get, I, spe- why, I get a special question. I yes. didn't even prepare for this. That's what? all right. Uh, Hans, you, you can start us off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to see something in my notes to see if I have anything positive, and I don't think there's anything. <laughs> oh, all right, fine. I'll start off. I thought I thought the lead actor Lawrence Fox was actually uh, pretty all right. I thought he was uh, an entertaining actor. That's what I thought. And they, oh, the yeah, guy who kept it going. They, the guy who they got to play Joe Biden also. I thought, all right, well, th- this guy's a competent actor. Not playing Biden though. No, not playing. Play, that's not very Biden-like at all. Yeah, um, he was playing. It, it, it reminds me of like a. Um, like a Cinemax softcore porn that never yeah. delivers on the porn part, the rubbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's just really sad. If you're going to do it, go all the way with it. Go Caligula with it. Yeah. God, make him rub pussy footing. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> this is the best movie that you could make by just reading a right winger's Twitter feed. Is that a compliment? <laughs> Because like a, it, yeah, it because it, it it felt like they would they just read a, you know like a right leaning uh, Twitter account and then they went oh you know what maybe we can get a story out of this so all the slogans all the buzzwords all the sayings are there. Uh, this sounds and, like uh, my review, Hans, where I said it looks like it was written by a conservative oh, Facebook page. Oh no, is that what you, you said? are I taking my ideas? <laughs> and re- wow, you hack! He's just tiptoeing around it, tiptoeing. Wow. Let me read. I haven't, I haven't checked that. I didn't want to spoil it for myself because I knew it was going to be a banger. Uh, okay, yeah. It's, right. uh, would it have been better if they went in a more gab direction? Mm. That'd be a little hardcore, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, think so. Like, you know, but if they did it in an animated cartoon kind of form with the frog thing. They use Gigio instead of Google, right? Do you guys notice that when the girl was Googling things, but it was a a website called Gigio? Yeah, why don't you put, you want to pull up the clip um, from the movie where uh, she's sitting down in what looks like a dollhouse. It looks like that photo where Joe Biden and his wife met with Jimmy Carter and his wife. It was very like David Lynchian. Do you think either side is good at doing the propaganda now? Any kind of like this? No. 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 <laughs> no. It makes me like want to like claw my skin off, no matter who's doing it. To be honest, one nice thing about the movie though um, was that I learned a lot about the Hunter Biden situation <laughs> that I didn't know about. So they had <laughs> some interesting facts in there that you know <laughs> were interesting. That's all. And also the opening shot was um, well lit. <laughs> Uh, the pool, yeah. the pool shot where he was swimming around, but then it immediately cuts to Gina Carano. Yeah, in this to which really I stuck. literally saw. I saw her and was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna." I was a butch-looking woman in a right-wing <laughs> film. It's gonna be Gina Carano. <laughs> and then and I was... had to Google it. And it actually, was like <laughs> um, a good thing, though. I guess yeah, a, there was a, a creative use of lighting through, throughout. I felt like. That's so general that, like, I, you could say that about anything, I'd believe it. I like the gaffer on this. Okay, so see, this is the Jimmy Carter picture. And the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look at those little people. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I live in people can stop dancing. Where do they live? In su- why do they live in such a small little home? What they just keep them in a dollhouse in the White yeah. House. Just... This is really bad. It looks like a stage. It looks like a TV stage or something. Yeah. It was like it was a, or a photography uh, studio. Or they, this doesn't look real. That's not real. Those people right. are dead. They're gone. And now here's the, the, the clip from uh, My Son Hunter. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear another sorry. Biden has never spoken like that. You're all out of sorrys. There it is. Giggy. Giggy. Joe Biden's Fair news. Five news. Five news. I don't have my actual glasses on. This is me because this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> As you did not find the exact part. This is a horrible transition <laughs> which, to that. Which, it's her and the so and the so black real. guy she's talking to. Oh, and like, I'm okay, the okay, black okay. face of white supremacy. Oh, yeah. That right. That clip okay, went. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's me. <laughs> what I don't Actually. get is I swear the first time they show it and it's Gigio, and then there's a second time and, the, and it's just a normal Google search. And the same thing happens where they make a fake news show and make their thing and then they have fox literal news fox news mm-hmm. it mentioned yeah. and then shown fox news in it later on so like is it that halfway through production they then got the clearance <laughs> that they can do all of that stuff and they got the extra budget but they'd already made it or like what happens there like i, d- I don't know how that, or i think it's just sloppy because it, it just it, it was, feels like it's so sloppily it, it, put together it, it, i think that that was you know that that that's probably what happened but then and that that happens all the time right shit happens all the time as things get held up or pushed back but then i think what happened here is that the the, the filmmakers were probably like or were like hey we need to do uh, some reshoots and they're like no you don't get the reshoots it's you guys are good it's fine it's fine and then i was like ah oh, fuck okay that's what it looks like it looks like the money kind of ran out sort of yeah did you find the black guy clip? Because that was like really funny. The which one? Do we get that, Hans? Oh, oh God, no! One. I got to the. Uh, just you're just watching funny. the movie now, and you're you're spare time. <laughs> there's just like, there's oh, like three God. different scenes where he's explaining something to this dumb uh, lady. But this I found, dumb lady. <laughs> I found this. Uh, hold on, damn! Oh this my God! Hot. Oh my God! <laughs> this transition is horrible. Finding, oh, oh, I can't find can't point. find the focus. For <laughs> <laughs> like Cinemax porn. Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, oh man. Thanks for that. <laughs> the the other cringe one is when she is literally looking at the camera like, "What I'm about to tell you will get you arrested or worse." <laughs> he was shrimping. They had a scene of him shrimping. He was shrimping a woman. Yeah, there's plenty of scenes of that on his actual laptop. Have you seen the Hunter Biden uh, videos, photos? Real shrimping? No. Yeah. What the fuck is? It's like it's when you uh, like suck on a girl's toes. Like you put their toes here. When you suck the poop out before you cook them. I just learned that sucking on the toes is called shrimping. In the kink community, and they prefer shrimping. Oh, wow. After seeing this film, it definitely reminds me of another film about debauchery that I feel like Hunter Biden definitely would belong in, which was uh, Donkey Punch. Mm. What is what Donkey Punch? Is that? I feel like he, he, I feel like Hunter Biden is a Donkey Punch participant. What is the Donkey Punch? What, what is this? Not that he's, maybe he gets Donkey oh. Punch, but I would doubt it. I think he was, I <laughs> he's think, the donkey I, puncher. I, I think he's I never the donkey saw puncher. that movie, but what, what I, 
Do you know what a donkey punch is? Yeah. Like, what is the donkey what, punch? What, what is, no. are, there's a movie on this? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. Uh, let's just pull it up on, on <laughs> Kino's like Twitter a, feed. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like a teenage uh, slasher-type film where these guys do a, a donkey punch on a girl out in open waters, and then um, stuff starts going. What? <laughs> What's a donkey punch? So, it's Anthony, donkey Anthony, punch go ahead. When... <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. oh, who wants to do well, that? I, 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 yeah. A donkey punch is when you punch a girl on the back of the head, her asshole dilates, and then you stick your dick in. And that's a donkey punch. Wait, I thought because then, she... <laughs> then she goes ah, and then you're like ah, like that, like a donkey. I thought it was you were supposed to be in <laughs> already. That's, right. to... <laughs> that's basically what you're going for. Because if you if you punch, it closes. So how do you get inside? It closes. That's not how that works. That's what, that's I thought you were... Hands hands is the right way. Around. I thought it was that way around. I thought it was that you're already yeah. um, making love to a yep. lady's anus, and then when you want the extra climax. You then donkey punch and her, yep. you, and it fucking shakes your sucker in, and like, like you know. Yeah, and then she dies, and you have to fucking just knock hide the body yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Okay. You gotta try it just you once. Gotta you gotta jump. just try it just once. <laughs> That's so fucked up. That's the most fucked up. That's, That's because you're using Google and the mainstream. Nice. <laughs> you use the alternative search engine. Hmm. Here, let me show you. You sound like an alt-right white supremacist. Yeah, Kitty, I'm the blackface of white supremacy. That was the very first take. White I'm surprised they didn't say you have to go to Quack Quack Advance or something <laughs> like that. You know, like a play on. Oh no, what's what's brilliant is that he says you have I to don't. use the alternative search engines, and then he brings up literally Fox <laughs> on, on the iPad. His voice in that scene feels like very Fiverr.com narrator. A lot of yeah. it. A lot of this movie, I feel like. It was either ADR or just horribly recorded because a lot of it felt like it was recorded afterwards, especially when he's partying oh. and it's just like, that's not what you sound like if you're in the middle of anything that's happening, just very clean and very, you know, natural. I, I thought the black guy was just like a Nigerian uncle that they paid to like try and do an American accent. That's kind of what it sounded like, like really stilted and like weird. But, yeah, there was also that scene. It was the news anchor lady at the end when she was announcing Trump's victory. Oh, and he goes, yeah. and that, that was one? really done. The one she goes, yeah. He, goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does like a little anime like ending. <laughs> she like punches the air. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right. And how long? How long was the runtime of time of this movie? Again? I think it was only like, an hour five, and a half, but... right? It was ninety-two minutes yeah. or something like that. It was mm -hmm. quickish. <laughs> the numbers do not lie. President Donald Trump oh my God. has won re-election by a landslide. <laughs> nice. Yes. Well, That's much so more to come since we have an election only uh only really two years away now. That'll be grand. Um uh Anthony, who do you think is gonna be who do you think's running in that election? I think, uh, I, oh man, I think, I don't know. I think it's going to be balls to the wall. I think, I think everyone's going to throw their, their head in. It's going to be, it's going to be like, 
the most like the biggest lineup of uh, and who's who's it going to end up being between? Yeah, I think if he can stay alive, it would be Donald Trump and maybe Joe Biden to to be immediately retired as soon as he wins and get replaced. Something dramatic like that. You think they'll actually? I mean, we're, then we're looking at like. How old is Biden currently? He's like 78, 79. He would be in his early 80s. I mean, you don't think they're just going to keep trotting him out for another four years? He's 79. He's 79 now? (laughs) Holy shit. He's going to be running at 81? 81. (laughs) He's farting. Oh, my God. No way. He's probably farting right now. Elder. Yeah, I don't think. It's all tucked in. Well, who else? I don't think they've. They've propped any anyone else. AOC. Will she be old enough? I feel like she's she'll narrowly miss it. How old? Because uh, you're gonna be thirty five. She's what, like 32, oh, 32. 31? Oh, what? Oh, so you have to be. There's rules yep. about your age in America. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's thirty two. I didn't know. She's thirty two. People have been saying stuff about DeSantis as well. Um, if they possibly. if they actually try to lock up Trump and they're they're successful, then DeSantis will be the guy. And I think, depending on who he's against, he'll win. I think if they run Joe Biden again, Joe Biden will win. I really? think I think so. Yeah, yeah. You think so? What? What? Why do you think? Because so? he, he won the last time. He's the most popular president of all time. <laughs> highest margins. <laughs> you're you're a DNC yeah. op. You're a DNC I think he's the only them. guy that uh, because there's so much, um, so much fondness for that Obama Biden era that lasted eight years, and that made him, I think, uh, the closest thing to a sure bet victory out of anyone in the Democratic Party. Everybody else just kind of seems more phony and more veneered by comparison, which isn't to say that he's not. But um, I think that people feel comfortable with him because he's not too, um, yeah, even though he is, uh, inflammatory of a, of a president. Yeah. I could, yeah, I've never thought about it that way. The fact that he's like basically like a sedated senior who's like brain is like pudding makes people feel comforted yeah. comforted because and like makes them feel like it's like right it, he's it's the corporations it's, it's uh, everybody's president you know it's not really joe biden you can't really yeah. i don't understand people who have like pure hate for joe biden it's like he's clearly checked out joe biden oh, yeah. actually died like seven years ago probably <laughs> uh this is just uh a mannequin that they like to trot out every so and often drugs. they just pump him up full of drugs so that he can say whatever the uh, teleprompter is saying right. for I don't know what fifteen minutes and then hide him. Mm-hmm. Weekend up yeah. <laughs> I wish they would have done that for our queen, so that like we wouldn't have this like situation where everything's like shut. Oh my down god! And, like, Over here, down. I'm sick of <laughs> here. I'm living in Costa Rica. I should not be oh, getting yeah. queen dead queen well, content. This for, like, episode two weeks is, after she is dedicated to the memory of the oh, queen. Yeah. That's why yeah. we brought you guys on. So, uh, I, wish, I wish King Charles would come out and be like, "I'm going to dissolve the Senate," and he like becomes like the fucking Palpatine. emperor. <laughs> <laughs> that might happen because he's the first monarch in a very long time that is trying to actively get involved in like, oh. politics, and he's like really into the whole Great Reset. Did, oh. Didn't he already forgive shit, his brother like, too? 
yeah he forgave andrew and, great um, reset he's like re- he's like pushing all this like climate change shit davos great reset shit like he's on it and he like he wants to like basically rule in a way that his because the thing about queen elizabeth is whatever anyone wants to say about her like i'm not a royalist i think that shit's barbaric but she was like the master of public relations of like the 20th and 21st century like the reason the monarchy is so powerful not just here but like globally is because of her ability to myth make Mm. basically and to spread the sort of myth of the royal family abroad and here and that's like a ton that's like a lot to live up to in terms of like the sun like she built that legacy and that image over nearly a century um and he wants to do something different like his plan is to basically involve himself more in political affairs rather than worrying about pr in the same way that his mother did he's been reading um, a lot of curtis and- yarvin uh gray mirror <laughs> Substack and uh like if he was like a neo reactionary, it'd be really funny if if Charles the Third was like a neo. Re- <laughs> would- I'm very I, based I, I now. I think, that, <laughs> I think that the neo reactionaries are like they're literal social outcasts that are laughing as aristocrats. Mm. Having been a girl who went to like a British boarding school, like I've been around aristos. They're not political animals. They're they're all about power and the accumulation of power and like the maintenance of power and they'll get behind whatever allows them to do that they're very amoral people (laughs) i think that the people who are really ideological are like the social outcasts who like fancy themselves aristocrats or whatever um and like charles is reason he's behind the whole davos like great reset shit is because that's like where the power brokers are now and that's like no, and that also that that thing. sounds like a reactionary term too, like the Great Reset. It doesn't sound. I know it's a progressive thing, like hyper progressive, but it's it doesn't. The Great Reset is like totally. It sounds like it's Not going bad. backward. No, it's hyper. It's hyper reactionary, but it's being hid under hidden under this sort of green, green agenda, liberal like global yeah. warming like agenda. But obviously, the actual like uh, aims are incredibly reactionary. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that that's kind of what's going on here now is like an identity crisis because of the fact that the monarch who sort of represented like England's, I guess, image is now dead and nobody knows what this country is. Wow, 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 that's huge. It's fucking disgusting. I feel like a foreigner in my own <laughs> fucking country because of all this fucking queen no, shit. Fucking you just feel like a, <laughs> a hobbit. From <laughs> it's not right. No, you just feel like an American. That's what that's what it feels like to be an American. Yeah. Like we don't. I, we don't know what this country is. We don't, like we never did. Ours, ours is a weird thing though, because like it's been. The, it's like there's always been this massive class divide more so than like in any other part of the world even in europe the class divide isn't as pronounced or there's obviously class like social classes or whatever but there's the at least the illusion of upward mobility if you know what i mean whereas in england that's never been the case you're a fucking peasant you're a fucking peasant if you're an aristocrat you're a fucking aristocrat if you're a part of the middle class gentry uh then that's what you are and like in america you people call working class people middle class like if someone owns a house and a car in america they're considered middle class whereas our definitions of class are different like that's working class and middle class means like you know the gentry like doctors lawyers 
people who are like in you know tradesmen in business like having a middle class lifestyle means that your income is generated through business you're not like working like for it like getting a paycheck type of thing that's what it means to be middle class and then above that is like aristocrats and that's that's like the that's like the ident that's like the, that's the way that things are structured so it's a very different mentality towards monarchy than Americans would have, where there's this sort of illusion that everybody's on the, a level playing field, even though that's not the truth. Um, and I don't know which one I would rather live in, one where there's the illusion of upward mobility, but it's bullshit, or a place where it's just the fucking class structure, and that's like that's like what it how is. How long do you um, think the, the yeah. king would last? Because you know how you can tell if someone's healthy by looking at their hands? And... Uh, <laughs> oh boy i don't know what's going on with oh this god person, but, but whoa this is yeah, uh this is awesome. an exclusively awesome. english Oof. phenomenon because if you look at uh what's his name wow. who, who died uh, a year or two gross. ago <laughs> but i'm also kind of hungry <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's what i'm thinking oh. <laughs> they're gonna have to cut that ring off yeah the oh my god wow He's already started like yelling at staff and wow. firing Wow, good job, and... good job, Charles. <laughs> Real king, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Around. And we're used to having a mummy. We're not used to having right. a daddy. So this like um masculine energy is it's new for us. Like we're we're. Is it? Do you really we're, get like... that masculine energy from him? I don't think he's. How like old is he? He's, he's a kind of uh, for a king, you know, you know, kind of masculine. I'm, I'm sure he's had. Been waiting for so long. He's had to wait how many years for his <laughs> yeah. fucking birthright? He's been like waiting birthright. so fucking long. It's Seventy-three. Yeah. The whole fucking thing. You should chop the fucking head off. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Babies included. <laughs> wow. Oh my like, god! Fucking, yeah. We were we were walking around because we live near um, Regent's Park and it looks like Game of Thrones and we were walking around like plotting treason. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were literally like walking around the like garden like plotting treason like it's Game of Thrones or whatever. But like. Honestly, like there's been, like I said, like they're all the lefties in this country have been like piping up, like, oh my God, we should get rid of the monarchy, all this shit. And it's like, dude, you're up against like nearly a century of propaganda. And they're saying that they want to do a referendum uh, on it, but like people will vote to right. keep them in. And that, that's what the left always does. They're like, oh, we should do a referendum. And then when the democratic result isn't what they want, then they're like, oh no, it was Russian disinformation <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Like, it's such bullshit. Like the fact is, it's so ingrained in in British society, and it's also so like psychologically ingrained because of how long the propaganda has been going. That in order to undo that, it would probably take another century of like deconditioning people or introducing them to something more hol holistic or whatever. But that's it. And yeah, there's this like weird arrogance it's, that they're like meeting it with. Is the image that you guys have in the world? Because before I moved there. I was like, oh, I'm going to live in a fucking castle. This is going to be so awesome. And then I got there and I had to share a flat with th two people. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. this is just, you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing special. People just I just have to get used to how you people talk. But yeah. Yeah, I lived there for almost four years. Uh, I went to school at, oh, wow. uh, Ealing in London. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I mean, it's not it wasn't shitty. It wasn't like a bad part of the city, but it was also because I that's the image that we get. You know, it's the queen is every everything British is is like of higher class or whatever. Then if you, if you compare it to the States and you get there and you're like, oh, 
this is not what I was expecting at all. This is just, you know, reg regular people. I didn't mean no royals. There was no, you know, uh, uh, horses or on the street or anything like that, or princes or prancing around. It's just like, this is just a- You were hoping for princes prancing around? Sure, why not? <laughs> just, you know, uh, movie shit that, that I was expecting. And then it's just like, oh, now I just have to get- Yeah, Hogwarts. yeah, Hogwarts. kind of, yeah. Because the image is that. And then you get there and most people is just- like you said, working class, just regular, you know, uh, work, work so I can afford to buy alcohol at the end of the week so that I can get drunk and forget about my problems, yeah. which is, yeah. yeah. So there's like so many different Englands. There's like, and in London, sort of example of that, there's like the immigrants who came, like my family, the Jamaica, Jama there's like an Afro Caribbean community, like after World War II after the Germans sort of bombed this place to shit, they needed more labor to come in from the empire to help like rebuild. So they opened the doors to the empire for people to like migrate. And obviously the working class had no say in this. It was mm. the aristocrats who were like, yeah, fucking let all this people in. And obviously the working class people weren't happy about it. Took our um, jobs, right? And yeah, some of them were, <laughs> yeah, they, were no, they weren't happy about people coming in or whatever. It wasn't a decision they had to stay over. They had to share their communities people like me and my family who also were brainwashed with the propaganda uh during colonialism that you know my grandma is like the biggest royalist she called me crying when the queen died <laughs> like and having a panic attack but she comes from that colonial era of nigeria where like she literally has a picture of the queen on her mantelpiece like it was like jesus and then Whoa. the queen mm. like it literally <laughs> that's how it was and then they come to this country usually the educated sort of professional class of those nations came to this country and then they're working as taxi drivers despite being educated professionals mm -hmm. in these sort of working class communities among whites who they're more educated than but because of their newfound position as migrants they're like in the thick of it wow. with them but despite the initial tensions it gave birth to something really fucking beautiful i mean it's even the reason why jake and i are here together mm -hmm. today like music culture all kinds of things came out of that like meshing of cultures despite the fact that none of these people had a say in it it was just the aristos just the ruling class um and like that's the britain that i know that doesn't really have much to do with the fucking royal family um but like no there britain has no identity because it's all these like weird stratified things based upon historical forces that average people have like no control over whatsoever <laughs> So like the country is in this like crazy identity crisis right now and it's like quite funny to watch um yeah it's well crazy. one could say the uh the most uh, uh uh treasured prize to come out of britain is uh the actor lawrence fox of my son hunter who plays hunter biden <laughs> is he, is yeah he apparently he uh he was on some like real deal television programs or something that were in the uk or uh some movies maybe uh, he's he's uh, or was a real actor, and then <laughs> something bad happened, and now he's in these films. <laughs> oh damn! Wow. How the mic's <laughs> something bad happened. <laughs> That's funny. This is his dad, right? The king's. Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! Jesus was Christ. that the king's dad? That looks like uh, the Spider-Man villain, the Vulture. If you ever <laughs> want to take a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that's so. So oh he's gonna goodness. make it as until he looks like that, I guess. Yep. So it's what, like twenty years? That's right. That's yeah. Cool. Damn, yeah. So he's just gonna do the same thing that his mom did to him to his son. 
It's like what, like forty now? <laughs> Live to spite yeah. him. <laughs> I I think that it's gonna probably not last as very long. Like I said, the queen was like a master at PR. Like there's a reason why her and Ant Anna Wintour were friends. Like there's all these like pictures of Anna Wintour and the queen sitting next to each other at like fashion shows, um, and they were like pals. Uh, not just because Anna Wintour is an arista herself, like her father, I think, is was the owner of the Evening Standard, um, but because uh, they had like a real massive respect for each other in terms of their media prowess, and like the Queen, re like the, she managed to manage Diana, the fact that they fucking bumped her <laughs> off. She managed her son being a nonce. She managed to manage the dis. She managed to manage the dissolution of the British Empire as well. She did like a smooth PR job with that because the British Empire basically fell apart under her. I mean, it was already falling apart, but during her rule was when all these countries started to kind of gain independence. And she managed to sort of soft power her way through that entire thing. Um, so yeah, she was like a complete master and Charles is like a bumbling idiot. Um, and like her whole part of her PR strategy was like sort of putting forward this um, air of humility and service like she never complained, she never explained. That was her mm -hmm. motto. Whereas Charles is like swinging his dick around and sort of like trying to get involved in politics. Like he's gonna fuck it up. Like, and the last Ch King Charles was the only monarch that the British actually cut whoa, the head off of whoa. as well. O Oliver Cromwell was, uh, rev this was during the English Civil yeah. War. And Oliver Cromwell was like a revolutionary who basically united all the peasants and cut the king's head off but then he went crazy and declared himself lord chancellor and cancelled christmas he was like super religious and he cancelled Christmas. <laughs> so then they cut his <laughs> head off and then put the king back in uh <laughs> in position of power yeah. so like we did cut the king's head off at one point but then we we like we pussied out reinstated the monarchy yeah we, we pussied out of it or whatever but that the last charles sort of overstepped his bounds so it's interesting to see if history will repeat itself with charles yeah. the third it'll be like um, astrology every charles comes yeah, in he's all fucking asshole <laughs> uh, well he's also i, had I, I think what they need to do i think what they need to do is they need to charles just comes come out and say i've decided everyone has to come home and they bring everyone home. All the cameras have to leave. And they shut down the fucking Buckingham Palace. It's, it's just locked down. And everything, you get all these like little whispers. And it's, it's, it's coming out in the, uh, in the uh, you know, the paparazzi shit, right? All these like little rumors and stuff. And, then you, and, the, and, and apparently there's this big drama going on inside. So already you got the writers coming. Oh, this is good. We're going to cook up a good little PR thing here. It's like, and then the best PR move is after this whole meeting and it's dramatic and they already got a TV show coming out later, it, they, the new person is crowned and it's Meghan Markle. She comes out <laughs> in black, just all in black, dressed in black and just fabulous. And that's, yeah. And that would be how you, that's how you come back. You turn it, you turn it into the Kardashians. She could do it. She could do it. She's a master at playing Game of Thrones. And she's quite smart in terms of, I think she's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's smart in terms of seeing how like power is shifting because like Diana was sort of emblematic of it. She Diana sort of like broke protocol in terms of like the Queen's very kind of conservative approach to PR. Like Diana wanted to be in there in the thick of it with the people, emoting with them. Like Diana was the first influencer before influencers oh, yeah. were influencers. Mm. 
and Meghan Markle was attempting to pick up off where Diana left, like sort of left off. And Diana had a ton of conflict with the royal family because of her sort of over-familiarity with the press, with the media, and with fans. It was the first time there was like serious fanfare like around a royal. It was the first time a royal kind of really but truly became a celebrity. And among the sort of upper class and the aristocracy, celebrities are looked down upon. They're seen as like lesser than. Um, whereas Diana, it was like around during the time where c celebrities were sort of starting to surpass the majesty and allure of the royal family. And like before Meghan was with Harry, she was doing all this like NGO human rights campaign shit, sort of attempting to position herself so that she could like, cause Diana also did a lot of that sort of charity work shit. Um, and yeah, she was attempting to sort of position herself to take over that, even dressing. Like, oh yeah, I saw some articles, like she um, aped the outfits almost exactly uh, that Diana had worn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, it's crazy, but like, that's probably what's gonna end up being the undoing of the royal family is cause like celebrities are mm -hmm. now a thing and that new mode is a thing. But I kind of preferred the older model because like I pr liked it when our aristocrats like didn't try to pretend like they were yeah. our friend and they were yeah, one of yeah, us no. and, like they didn't have They didn't go on USA like... procedural shows, right? Wasn't she on Burn Notice, Hans? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, she was in Suits. Suits, all right. Yeah, Suits, Suits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I liked it when they were like old inbred vampires yeah. living <laughs> in dusty palaces. I don't like this new breed of royal that like is like a podcast. I, I was and like once. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yes. I, I I made a I made a a tweet about the uh, about. I wish I could ha have listened to the Queen talk about bloodlines and like uh uh and like sort of mating or whatever and be like you have to mix the bloodlines with with something from the the the, the rabble every once in a while or else the genes get all. Mixed up, <laughs> they get all pudding in the brain. You know, I don't know. I, I, they should really have. Cool. <laughs> you know, they have two. They have two infirmed cousins, and this this news only came oh, out yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago that they locked away in a. a it's very Latin American. Um, very Latin American they... of them, by the way. That's what we do over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, maybe not so much anymore. But I remember very distinctly being a child in Mexico and. Uh, if there was ever a family member that wasn't all the way there in the head, they would always just build a room for them next to the house. And then you would come in and, and sometimes it will be chained depending on how bad their mental thing was. And it's like, oh, where is it? Oh, just in his room. And then the room is just like an addition to the house that no one goes into because mm -hmm. they would spit. They would, you know, do things that people that are not medicated and have those issues have, but that's a very, yeah, Latin American yeah. thing to do that. You know, Growing I, up, at least. Yeah. I do like the idea of the Queen having a podcast with, like, Bruce Springsteen, yeah. like they gave Obama. Yeah, <laughs> that like, could yeah how you doing, Queen? It's good to be here. It's good to be here. <laughs> I really like it. Apparently she, was, apparently she was a fan of Twin Peaks <laughs> as well. Oh. Um, the, composer, one, the composer that did the score of Twin Peaks told this really interesting story about how he was at, like, this event for her party, a birthday party or something that was for her. And he was near Sir Paul McCartney. And um, Sir Paul basically said that like, he was so excited to like perform for the queen and she came to greet him. And then he was, she was like, oh, sorry, I'm not, I shan't be staying. Uh, Cause Twin Peaks is on and I need to go upstairs <laughs> and watch my show. So she like left, she left her own birthday party and Sir Paul McCartney who was there to play songs just for her, just to watch Twin Peaks. That's kind of a base move. That rules. I, I approve. Are you guys familiar with the 
I guess Prince Charles uh, text message exchange that he had with Camila that came out about. Oh yeah, it's so hot. It's like. <laughs> is this like gossip from 2007 or something? I, I don't else? know, but I saw it, and he wants to. What was he wants to be a tampon? And, oh and right, inside Ooh, of her. He can live inside <laughs> yeah. her. And then I'm, at so one hot. point he says, "Oh, you're." What is it? I have it right here? Your greatest achievement is to love me. And she's like, oh, yes, it is. It was like, what? <laughs> what? The, Marvel's, what a, nerd. What a at the end, nerd. Jesus Christ. At, at the end, after they say goodnight and goodbye like 20 times, she uh, he she says, bye, press the button. And he says, going to press the tit. And she says, all right, darling, I wish you were pressing mine. And he's like, God, I wish I was harder and harder. And it's like, so you just want to squeeze her tit hard? Like, how is that? <laughs> like, how is that sexy? I don't. No, it's it's a voice call. You can actually hear. The oh no! It's a, it was a it was a phone call. You should listen to the audio. It's so funny, and it's so my nipples got hard. It's so hot. Like, wow! This moist British <laughs> aristocratic <laughs> hotness. I'm joking. No, like um, he he. There was a part where he said something about i forget you should play uh, so we got audio of that we'll listen to the audio and then we're gonna uh close out the show because there's still a lot of day left over here uh anthony how are you hanging in there on that edible pretty good I'm just rocking back and forth <laughs> rocking back and forth adjusting adjusting uh recalibrating and uh, trying to focus reload recalibrate re re-engage is that what jocko willing says I don't know. Hans, you're a big Jocko head, right? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Wait, uh, Jay, what, what kind of camera are you using? This is a nice camera. Uh, this is the camera we used to shoot Mass State Lottery. So Really? Yeah. Wow. I just figured out how to how to get everything going with, with the computer. I got a new computer, new microphone. Uh, this is a nice setup here, yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hans, are you even there anymore? What's heck, what's going Mike, on? I'm trying to find my that. Is that the Joe Rogan microphone? Is that the Joe, Joe Rogan mic? Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think they've, they've got the Joe Rogan mic. Everybody's got uh, Sure. That's, that's like top, top sure, three yeah. professional. Oh, that's not mic. a Sure? It looks like a Sure. No, this is not a Sure. Oh, okay. He's got Joe Rogan mic. That's think. awesome. By yeah, the way, yeah, John, yeah. the John <laughs> Peters episode of Joe Rogan that just came out yesterday is an amazing listen to if you can tolerate that man for an hour john peters is like the number two movie producer of all time in my opinion anyway after uh robert evans mm. and uh the entire show he's just talking about uh, yeah i was fucking kim basinger during batman even though she was married yeah my friendship with my best friend ended 10 years ago my producing partner because i tried to fuck his 68 year old wife he's just dropping things throughout the episode you're not supposed to ever say uh he refers to someone as an oriental at one point, you know, nice. it's, it's like, yeah. great. Yeah. What I am <laughs> calls it like he sees it. Uh, Angie, Angie, did you have a, a, a Newsweek article come out recently? Did you guys yeah. already talk about that on, on the show or at all? Yeah, because I read that. I thought it was good. It was about the Lord of the Rings, right? Game of uh, Thrones. Game that's of right. Game of yeah. Thrones. I, I, they they yeah. came out like at the same time, so it was like, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, I was. It was a defense of George R. R. Martin because I I like secretly want him to be my dad. Um, <laughs> oh my god! And they were like bullying him because uh, he said he pronounced some POC's name wrong at the Hugo uh -huh. Awards. How um, dare he! And they were like, oh, you're ruining our special moment with your wife. <laughs> They've just been like bullying him. 
and he's like he's just an old man that wants to be on the right side of history or whatever but like it's kind of yeah it's unfair and not very nice um but yeah all right that's the culture we're in did you (laughs) you guys watch any of those the uh lord any of you guys watch lord of the rings or the the game of thrones yeah i haven't watched lord of the rings Mm -hmm. i need to catch up on game of thrones how are they we watched the first episode of that one lord of the rings is like it's definitely got all the charm of the old films Uh, the way it looks they spent a shitload of money on it it looks incredible uh and i'm interested it's to see right. where it's going it's like a seven out of ten we're, we're gonna see okay, where it okay. goes it's cute i'm to not see... stopping watching it yet i'm still on board okay. so it's cute to see some of the like old kind of things from that we loved in the old, like they, they are they've been like faithful to that i guess absolutely yeah and the game of thrones <laughs> too is that was that any good uh Game of Thrones again, like there were like, it's not that like, um, oh, it it's ruined it now that they've cast all of these like black dragon Nazis. <laughs> black dragon Nazis but is an just, awesome band name. <laughs> black dragon Nazis. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of so ugh, like out of the world building, and if you're just yeah. gonna kind of chuck all that stuff out of the window, it kind of sets a precedent as to where like how they're gonna treat the story and kind of go okay. forward with it. But then George was trying to get everyone excited, but then he's probably just contractually ob- obligated to get everyone excited. He's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's like, because yeah. it's going to be great. I think it's going to be they pretty They keep mad. writing articles like, we fixed uh, <clears throat> Game of Thrones and like talking about how they basically have righted all of the wrongs diversity wise, even though it's a story about like dwarves right. and like <laughs> gay knights and like fucking mm-hmm. whammon <laughs> like bpd hose like it's it's got a diversity of its own but like diversity is only ever seen through like crude racial right. terms it's like really well it tells yeah. it tells complex stories about all those topics that libs love like you know women whammon. women defying gender roles and like doing something but it doesn't do it in like a retarded preachy exactly way. it's just a fucking fun story why can't people just but also but also race is like a big part of the game of thrones yeah. story and so sort well, of, targaryens uh, right there th- but that was your point was yeah. like yeah. why change the uh like like be, have them be like the a master race type people like with you know yeah, and just it. they have purple like, eyes and I shit i would have made them like yeah i would have made them like hyperboreans yeah. like i would have gone full non yeah yeah because it. it's just part of the subtext of the story this sort of like gene racial obsessed like people whose uh technological expansion and narcissism ends up becoming their right. own doing like why do you want why is making them right, right. <laughs> you just you fucked up your own shit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. because they're yeah. you know they know. get high on their own supply that's why they're like they're like super Honestly. progressive so they don't even see the forest for the they don't even, they can't even see a strategy like that being like let's just create a new clan fuck it let's just create a new family and they're there, and they're you know, and anyway, but sorry. I started, I started watching the Game of Thrones show, and then I, I think I got to episode three, and I know that it's supposed to be kind of cartoony, and you get that, but the what's his name, Matt Smith character, that he's just like a Joker yeah. type character, and then it's like. Yeah. Well, Joker. to get to get back to my brother, I'm gonna fuck his 14 year old daughter, and what? it's like, but am I? No, I'm not. But and it's just like, it's a soap opera with dragons yeah. i was like i'm not i don't really feel like watching people in bat wigs talking to each other about oh your your, bro- your brother <laughs> did this now and he's like oh 
my brother he's a rascal you know like is, is, is that for the whole episode and they just people talking about things that they're not doing and they might do and just, you know so he was gonna fuck like, his 14 year old niece that sounds very hunter biden wow, wow. well yellowstone is like a uh, same thing it's a it's a, it's a soap opera on a ranch right anthony why didn't you reply to that photo i sent you of kevin costner saying i believe in liz cheney did he say that he wore a shirt to the set that said that <laughs> Who did? Kevin Costner did. I sent you the picture. You didn't reply back to me when I sent that. <laughs> I don't think I, I gotta check. I gotta check it. I didn't. Uh, is that on Instagram? That was like a it? month ago. Uh, that okay. uh, that was whenever they were shooting. Hans, you got you got the. Uh, I got a like a forty second TikTok. Everything else I'm finding is either people talking about it. There's one of a radio show where they read it, which is not as good. But I found one TikTok that's like thirty seconds where he says some sexy stuff okay this will be the perfect way to close out the show it's quite clear from the tapes okay, of going yeah, out. They, they were super horny. They were horny. They were horny. They call it. They call it Randy over there, right? They're, they're randy. Randy. I was very Randy for you. Oh, yeah. Like wow. Okay. It's intense. That's our <laughs> A box of Tampax. He wanted to be just so he could keep going. It's like what the fuck? What oh, the? Oh man. Yeah, I read that and I was like, I mean, so it's uh, well, that's the, that's one of the things that I was thinking too. That it's like he's being, and I don't know if this is the queen's fault, but he's been kind of a joke, like you said, for for a long time. And especially when this came out, I'm sure the country wasn't like, you know what, he's very good at sexy talk. Uh, and instead, <laughs> everyone was like, what the fuck, right? So I wonder if it's gonna have be have long enough for him to try to change his image into like like a badass king or something, or if he's just going to continue being who he is now that yeah, he's, he's going to get on TRT, power. start lifting, get that Sylvester Stallone <laughs> late life body. They're all, they've been <laughs> like arresting uh, anti-royalist yeah. protesters. Like some guy stood in Trafalgar Square with like a blank, or no, it was Westminster with like a blank sign and the police like carted him off. So I don't think he really has to do anything with his image. He can just be himself and they'll like, put us in the dungeon um, <laughs> any kind of uh, any kind of saying anything bad about you're king charles is uh disrespectful to yeah, the queen and like, the current moment yeah. and you're not reading like, the they're room apparently people in jail like this is it's north korea guys wow. Juche, so, Juche Law that's been, that's what i would have done i would have gone through twitter and just found everyone who said <laughs> anything and just collected them there they disappeared <laughs> they put it they, yeah like literally they're putting people in a dungeon and then also for us browns <laughs> like, um they can revoke our citizenship like they there was some uh terrorist girl who went to where was it like um they shipped her out to they, syria yeah they whatever. shipped her out to syria or whatever and she became an isis bride be a she was a british bride, citizen, yeah. oh, wow. though as most of the people who do terrorism aren't actually even from like saudi arabia they're usually people who are born and raised here which says a lot in my opinion <laughs> Um, but because she was an ISIS bride, they revoked her citizenship, which then obviously sparked this civil rights debate of whether they should be allowed to revoke the citizenship of people Sith, who are right. British. And they fucking did it. 
Now, What'd she like, say? Did she deserve it? <laughs> it was just she married a member of ISIS. Oh, okay. He's like, send that brown back <laughs> to the <laughs> nether realm. <laughs> Then it also came out that the people that trafficked her to be a jihadi bride were actually operatives working for the Canadian intelligence mm. to monitor how many and exactly how they recruit women to be jihadi wow. brides. But then failed to tell anybody in British intelligence that that is exactly who she was and what had happened and that they knew what was going on that they are in fact responsible for it because that would have been fessing up to a massive yeah. crime. Yeah. <laughs> so they just stayed silent on it and then just let her go and like get trafficked out there. And there was like, no there, well, I was just about to yeah. say, there is a movie that's based on this. There was like an undercover reporter or something working with the government who was supposed to seduce a member of ISIS and become an ISIS just to go undercover and was doing it like through Skype or whatever. And then she fell in love with the guy. Uh, there was a trailer. I think Blumhouse oh. put it out a couple of years ago. Oh, well, I've never, I ne um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was based on this case, at least because it was like quite like a thing when it like happened or whatever. But yeah, we, we all this treason that we've been saying could get us put in the oh, dungeon, guys. Wow. So it's, it's your when fault. I, when I first moved there, I think one of the first nights that I was there was just meeting my classmates at school. And uh, I got drunk at a pub because, of course, it's like gigantic glasses of beer that I'm not used to. I'm used to bottles, right? And I remember that one of the first things I said in my drunken state was just complain about how the queen doesn't do anything. She, and I was like, she got Diana killed and she was a nice one. And I just remember that my like the people that I was just meeting, they were kind of like, uh, and then I looked that way. And at another table, there were just like three how can I explain just like very British thick you know like the yeah. thick head thick neck British just <laughs> staring at me and like I was Charles like maybe fingers. yeah 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 exactly just like very like and they were listening to me and I was like maybe maybe I should just not say stuff like that <laughs> even even though I was drunk <laughs> to be fair coming coming to London and then drunkenly spouting out that the queen was responsible for killing Diana is kind of like me going into New York and then going into a bar and just be like, yeah, but what about building like, You know? Yeah, I learned. It's just, it is, you're going you're gonna to turn some heads that you don't want yeah. attention yeah. from. <laughs> All right. All right. I think we got to close out the show on, on that note. Um, where, can, where can people find uh, you guys on the internet? Oh, Low Society, anywhere that you get podcasts will be there. And on Twitter as well, at Low Society Pod. And then me at Speaker. Terrific. And Anthony, you brought back Drunk on Movies. We're going to be doing an episode on uh, Too Old to Die Young very soon. Yes, with yes. Kelby and, and J. David Osborne. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a show called Drunk on Movies. And you can find it on SoundCloud and Spotify and Apple. And I'm on Twitter at... Uh, at Big City Weirdo at Twitter.com. Excellent. And Hans. What's up? <laughs> yes, up. Uh, I know. It's fine. Yeah, it's that's fine. all right. It's no fine. one needs to follow you. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming back on the show and talking about My Son Hunter and uh, the Royals and everything else. Uh, that has been Movies for this week. Thank you for listening.